episode 199. Thank you all for listening to episode 198, The Pod Plays Golf. I am Marcus Wellington, the 930th, here with my co-host. Tiger with a broken back, Queen. Shackleford. Cody Shackleford. (laughs) Cody Shackleford. (laughs) There we go. So, um... We had a good time. We're going to thank some people real quick. So thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. So uh, Pod Plays Golf. We uh, had a good time. You guys have a good time? I had a great time. I had a great time. Um, Not a great time with my my personal touch. Hey, man, we took one of your shots. (laughs) <laughs> it's all good one, Love it. one is better than zero so we're good there we had uh we had a good time we started off rough i mean we bogeyed that first hole when we should have used the mulligan then and we didn't but um should have used it on that first hole we did not so we ended up uh bogeying that hole that's the only hole we bogeyed we had eight pars eight birdies and an eagle and that uh, eagle was on hole number one, drive off the mattress, then uh, hit a second shot up right behind the right behind the pin, and Bear sank it for us to give us the eagle, and we were the only team to eagle that hole, which meant we got a skin, so we got paid for that hole. I also won uh, 200 bucks to Appliance Center in the uh, Chinese raffle, so that was pretty sweet. And, uh, I mean, we had a good time. I, for, I don't think we all played that well, but – the hell to finish nine under and we're finished tied for fourth it was pretty good still got screwed out of my closest to the pin too yeah you did i want to know you were only about 35 feet away (laughs) (laughs) no dude you were close you were within eight feet and it was an uphill so they had to literally hit it like behind and they might have got close behind the pin and it might have rolled down a little that's the only way i could see you getting beat they had to hit, yeah, like the top of the green and had backspin or something. Yeah, dude, you were close. I mean, that was that was a, a close, close hole. I'm actually happy we won the skin more than we won the tournament because if we won the tournament, we each got a small bottle of Tito's. Right. But winning, winning the skin, we got some money. Right, and I could go buy my bottle of Tito's. That's right, that's right. <laughs> so, Parrot, On top other of than, my, I had to go with my free pizza. Yeah, there we go. And we, we had uh, we had some free beer, you know, we had free hot dog chips, and we had some good Jeds, man. And Dude, like I, Cody said, white people in their casseroles, man. Hey, that casserole. potato casserole was good. That was fucking delicious. Yeah, that stuff was that stuff was absolutely but, amazing. Hold on, before we talk about the food, let's talk about the cornbread that Jake had in his pocket. <laughs> Yeah, so, right Jake right. tried to. I, it was like you tried to steal cornbread out of the damn outing. No, right after, right after you know the awards went down and whatever, uh, I went and grabbed a piece of cornbread, and then I was gonna eat it outside. And me and Cody got to talking, and I must have put it in my pocket while we were talking. <laughs> and we're walking out. To, we're walking out to the car, about ready to leave, and I go to get my phone out of my pocket, and I get a. Big, I just feel a bunch of crumbs, and it's just like, oh my god! You're like, what is this? Pull out cornbread. (laughs) Like, what the fuck, man? You know how birds are in their cornbread, man. Yeah, man. He had to make it into crumbs so he could eat it easier, right? I can pack it up. (laughs) Oh, that was fantastic, though. It uh, it was good. Hey, um, 
I think that all-star open, I don't know how this, the, we're, I'm watching it right now. And I think Jake is too. Yep. Stage one is over. Uh, oh, it's whoever wins each stage gets into the, the all-star race tonight. So Eric Almirola won the stage. So first stage. So he automatically goes to the all-star race. Okay. I think they're doing three stages top and whoever wins each stage goes to the all-star race tonight. So Almirola's in and those are fans there. They're all spread out. Uh, they actually have fans, which is interesting. So good for them. Um, and Bristol usually does very well, very packed when they have it. This is only an all-star race. So they probably have precautions and six feet apart and all that. And you can see how they're marked and lined up in there. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in this race. Um, other than the, the, so the, Back to the golf outing. I mean, we had a good time. We donated some money, and, uh, you know, money went to a good cause. The Anthony Wayne Spirit of Giving, Andy, who has put this on for 25 years as part of his dad. I mean, you guys got to see it. I've seen it every year. He gets very emotional talking about his dad. And, uh, you know, we open up with doing a shot to his dad, which is awesome, and he gets emotional about it. And at the end, he got really emotional because it was 25th and final, and he just said, I'm done. <laughs> like, that was it. And did it with his dad. They congratulated his brother and sister-in-law on 25 years of marriage, which was cool. They've donated, uh, what, like over $20,000 to charities over the last 25 years, which is amazing. Um, and they've donated to, to so many different things. March of Dimes uh, to a particular individual, a young child that had cancer. Anthony Wayne Spirit of Giving, you know, they've been doing the past several years. So it was a very good uh, golf outing for a good cause. We've talked about doing a golf outing. Um, that kind of gave us that idea. I think we could. Uh, it's on the back burner for us right now, as we know, but uh, we said maybe two years out because we need some time to plan, get some sponsors, get some things together, find the course we want to go to. And uh, I think it'd be a good time. And I think we could raise a lot of money for a good cause. And you know who the primary sponsor would be over the line sports podcast. <laughs> yeah. Got it. We'd have to get like a big banner made, you know, and have like the OTL in the middle. And then we could put, you know, all the sponsors around it and yeah. have it hanging up like on the clubhouse or whatever. I think that'd be pretty neat. Yeah. We could call it the, uh, <laughs> we, we'd get it like over the line sports podcast presents uh, the Marcus Cody Bear Parrot Open, <laughs> some shit. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll we'll figure something out. You know, it might just be the OTL Open. You know, right. uh, something like that. It, it would be uh, it'd be a lot of fun. We'd have some fun holes, do things like that. We'd come up with some good ideas, like have a gimmick hole. <laughs> like you have to use right. a chair to tee off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just some, we'd do some shit or use a, a baseball bat to tee off. God, that'd be insane, wouldn't it? Yeah, Dude. that could that that could get throw dangerous. it up in the air and hit it. Gone. Yeah. That, that could get dangerous. Back. We get some gimmick Make holes. Them do, uh, was it uh, dizzy baseball? Oh my god! Oh yeah. They got to do it with their driver spin around yeah. and yeah. get up and tee off. That'd be cool. <laughs> oh I my! St god. I still think a hole where you have to shotgun a beer and then drive it would be fun. That'd Especially be good. You know, I think that'd be really cool. You got to have like uh, several cases of beer out there <laughs> so yeah, people I mean, can shot get a beer. I would say that would cost too much, man. We got we to be cost effective. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to give away beer, man. What the hell is your right. problem? Right. I'm trying to charge people twice the price for it. Yeah, we'll have keg holes, man. We'll do that. We'll get some keg yeah. holes, a couple of them, maybe like number 10 at FT and, you know, number 17 or something, you know, when they're making the turn. Um 
no, it, it would be fun. We'll, we'll come up with some ideas. We'll see what happens. Um, one of the things as the uh, stage two is getting ready to kick off here again, William Byron out in the lead. Uh, UFC last week. So we had Usman and Masvidal, and we made a bet last week, fellas. Uh, sure by the way, Bear couldn't be here tonight. He has a meeting. Uh, couldn't be here. Uh, he might try to join us if he gets out of it early enough, but uh, chances are he probably won't. Um, but he and I took Usman, and you guys took Masvidal. So that now means instead of taking one shot to open the episode 200, you guys take three shots to open episode 200. So right. put them all in one glass. Put them all in one glass. glass. Drink it down. Oh, that's right. I told you, man. I'm going to give you a little plastic shot glass just to measure the drink. So we got to be precise <laughs> on our measurements, and we'll be good. And then uh, you go ahead and pour that into a glass. Like uh, I've got, I'm going to have those solo cups for people, so they have their own cups. And then I think um, uh, I know Cody's going to. You said you're going to get a big bag of ice for us, right? Right, right. Okay. And then Bear's going to get us a big bag. Uh, Parrot, if you could get a small bag or get it, you get a big bag too, just so we can have a bag of ice for ice for us to drink, you know, use for drinking. Yeah, that works. That, that's easy enough. And now you said we're all meeting over at the house and then riding up there. Yeah. Barrel will meet us downtown. Cody will meet us downtown. Steve will meet us downtown. Uh, and, uh, Sean will meet us downtown, but the four of us will head in two vehicles down there. So we'll have eight guys there. We're going to take our mask. We're going to take all the necessary precautions we need to take. Uh, we've got 200 boneless wings coming from Frickers. Looking forward to that. Got some. Everybody got their sauce. Got some ranch. I just bought us uh, 40, 46 bags of chips so that we can munch on those, too, if we don't have enough wings. <laughs> I mean, so, 200 wings is a lot between each. That's a lot of wings, dude. Oh, yeah. I know it is. It's a ton, man. It's, it's, it's like 25 Literally. a guy. <laughs> it's 25 a guy. Literally a ton, yeah. I yeah, think, but I think you figure we're funny. gonna we're gonna eat before, and we're gonna eat throughout and after, you know, because we're gonna have to do the right thing and sober up and wait and chill out, and uh, and then send it off. So and then the grownups are joining us. Two of the guys from the grownups they're bringing their soundboard. I'm bringing our mics and headsets. They're gonna bring theirs so we can all connect into their board, so that all six of us can be recording at one time, which is awesome. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna help a lot. You know, they have a really nice soundboard. It's going to be very convenient, you know, that we can all go at once, not have to fumble back and forth with the mics and the headphones. So it yeah. should be good. I'm, I'm super excited for Saturday. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll have a good time. And Steve will have probably four or five drinks maybe. And then uh, the six of us are going to have to drink pretty much 100 between six of us. So, or 80 or some shit like that. So I think we can do it. One more thing. Yes. I am bringing a beer bong. Oh, no. I'm not doing that. Don't get trashed on our show, okay? <laughs> I don't need you to be tra- like, hey, don't be me last year. I'll tell you that. Ask Cody <laughs> Bryant how that went. <laughs> uh, I'm not I, – I just – It gonna wasn't do like, pretty. I'm going to do a couple birthday – like a couple birthday celebration. Yeah, 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 sure. I had 16 beers in an hour and a half. You can ask him. I was hugging that fucking toilet. Everybody's coming in, peeing in the urinal, and they're like, eh, he's dead. You know, I'm hugging the toilet, threw up in the sink, yeah. you know, picked up chicken out of the sink that I threw up into the trash can. It was bad. Well, you know what your yeah, problem was, sad. is you tried to keep up with Shiv. Well, I kept up with him. I was destroying him. The problem was I was drinking too much beer, and I didn't close, I didn't, I didn't slow down. You're right. I was trying to keep up, but with uh, liquor, I'll be okay. He's got to keep up with me now. He's going to struggle. Yeah, you look like, like a college freshman that day. Oh, dude, it was bad. That's the only show. That's the only show. That's the only show that I've never finished. 
<laughs> I've only now finished one show being drunk too. Oh you know, God! Yeah, <laughs> thanks for being a dad. It's literally what he said. <laughs> he walks out dry. I mean, he, I had to like blurt out some of the shit he said because he said some bad shit. And then uh, he's walking out and he's like, "I'm going home." Like now, and he runs now into my out. washer and I was like, "Get up there, get in my house." And he's like, thanks for being a dad. So I give him a couple pillows, and he's sitting on my couch. He yaks on the pillow. Like, just bleh. He's like, dude, I'm sorry, man. And I'm like, he's like, I didn't throw up. I'm like, dude, it's all over the pillow on the floor. Come on, bro. Or the time he threw up in my truck. That was just kind of – that was a fluke, though. He wasn't drunk or anything. He was sober as can be. Go ahead and tell that story. Yeah, what were we, on a farm tour with Luke Bryan? Yeah. Two years yeah. – like, what was it, two years ago when you got your truck now? Yeah, and he was – granted, it was cold outside, and he was like, I'm in the truck getting warm. <laughs> yeah, no, because that was that last concert in Georgia when we we waited for like two and a half hours before we could leave because traffic was so bad. And I was sitting in your truck hitting my jewel, and I just – I hit it this one time, and I just got all juice down my throat. And, like, before I could even breathe, it's just like <laughs> all down the side of this fucking door. Like down the side of the inside of my door, the outside of the truck. I'm like, come on, man. This kid. Rookies, man. Rookies. Sad ass sight. That is a sad ass sight. I can tell you that. Oh, yeah. do we do we want to talk about how you threw up outside of your truck? No, let's uh let's XNA that one. Um <laughs> we don't need to talk about that one. The uh <laughs> good point though. The uh <laughs> Yeah, that was rough because, and I didn't, but the difference was, I will mention this. The difference was I forced myself to do it. I said, stop right here. I'm going to throw up. And you're like, all right, done. I'm like, all right, I'm good. Let's go. Stay in the damn pavement, (laughs) don't you? Yeah, I did. It was there, what, two weeks later? (laughs) Stay in the pavement. Oh, God, that was bad. Sorry, Cody, we're reminiscing over our uh, drunken stories. Uh, that's bad. Now I don't have too many of those, man. I tried to stay out of trouble. Yeah, bullshit. Oh. I said I tried. Yeah, you didn't do I shit. Didn't. I said try. There aren't too many times where I didn't. This is true. Um, <laughs> so, uh, with the UFC stuff, that's what's going to happen. All-star race tonight. We've got guys still trying to get in. Uh, the race does not count for pod standings, but we do – did have a couple of picks uh, so far. So Brandon took Chase Elliott tonight, and Bear took Kevin Harvick. So these, do, again, don't count. It's just to pick a guy. Uh, Cody Bryant, who you got? Uh, I can pick anybody. Yeah, that's in the race. Make sure they're in the race. I don't know who's in the race right now. I got to try to look that up. Well, I'm assuming Hamlin's going to be in it, so I'm going to take Hamlin. Yeah, that's a good pick. He's been on take fire. It. I'm going to take uh, Kyle Busch just because I'm a homer. That's one guy I haven't taken throughout the year yet. Right. I'm going to take Kyle Busch. Uh, I don't know. Is Jimmy Johnson in the race? Uh, yeah, he's a past champion. All right, I'm taking Jimmy Johnson. All right, there we go. So – uh, for actual NASCAR this week, we are not going to make picks. They're going to be at Texas. We'll make our picks on Saturday for Sunday's for Saturday's show, episode 200. Uh, we're going to make our picks then for that. 
So we'll see what happens in the all-star race tonight. We'll cover that on Saturday's show, episode 200, the pod beats Patty Boggs two, deuce boogaloo. And like I said, I think we should put up always sunny, make sure we watch, uh, the gang beats Boggs uh, episode. That'll be fun. Go ahead, Parrot. We gotta watch that. We gotta watch the water park episode. Oh, of course. We gotta. <laughs> we gotta watch. Um, shit, what was the other one I watched the other day? Charlie McDennis. I love that episode. Charlie McDennis. I love that episode. Well, well, that's what we gotta watch too. We gotta watch Charlie McDennis two electric boogaloo, <laughs> because that's uh, that's kind of where this episode came from and actually Shiv from the Grown Ups named it because we put it out there last year that it's going to be something Boogaloo and he was with us and he's like how about Deuce and I'm like that's it that's the winner Deuce Boogaloo <laughs> so that's what we're going to have this week it's going to be a fun time looking forward to it make sure you guys get a listen it'll come out on Sunday we're trying to get to 200 drinks just a reminder to our listeners we have hand selected a few, but if you want to tell us that you drank a few on Thursday and Friday this week ahead of Saturday show, let us know. We record on Saturday around noon. So as long as you let us be, know before then, we'll have a pre-count. We've got, uh, I know Nick's going to be drinking some for us. I know Katie is, Casey is, uh, Jake is, you know, we've got at least four or five, six people that are going to be drinking drinks for us. Then we're going to count towards Saturday because people cannot be there on Saturday since we are uh, because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And we are just going to have a good time and we'll have a head start, which is what we need. Otherwise, everybody's like we said, drinks, we're going to count. So hopefully next year for episode 300, we can get everybody together and all drinks will count and uh, we'll see what happens. But this year, again, Thursday, Friday, whatever people are drinking, give us those numbers and we will be ready to go on Saturday. Hopefully we're going to start around 120. I hope this is my goal. <laughs> so we only got 80 to drink with six guys. That's the hope, but we'll That's see what happens. Bet. That's still, you know, 15, a little over 15 a person, isn't it? That'll be fine. That's to be fine. You watch me drink a bottle the one day and that's technically 20. Well, it's, it's one and a half, one and a half ounces, but a one ounce, there's 25 ounces in a, uh, I think in a standard bottle, 750 milliliters. So kind of down, you know, you're going to get about 20 drinks out of it, 18, 20 drinks. So that'll be enough. We'll see what happens. We'll have a good time. Cody, you looking forward to your sailor, Jerry? I can't wait. I'm going to get some Arnold Palmer to take a ride with Sailor Jerry, and I'm going to have a real good night. Oh, yeah. We got to get that bathroom ready, though, for all of us. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll we, might wanna, we might want to get some uh, shrink wrap and, or some plastic tarp and just throw it all over the ground <laughs> just in case. Yeah, no shit, right? So, uh, right. So, one thing we do got to mention is um, – we got to thank Brandon All Wear Clothing. Got us some awesome shirts. I see Parrot's wearing his right now. And uh, awesome shirt, OTL, new OTL shirts. We got some sweet koozies that have the old logo on this new one for this shirt on them. And we've got some stickers we're going to hand out as well. Uh, we got to thank Brandon for everything he does for us, allwearclothing.com. He can help with all of your clothing needs as well. You can be a sports team. You can be a business. It could be personally. It could be whatever. He will help you out. He takes care of this podcast. He's our primary sponsor. We appreciate him very much. He was hoping to come Saturday. He's going to be unable to as they're going on vacation, but uh, he's going to drink some. He's going to give us a couple drinks on Thursday and Friday to count towards it for Saturday. So thanks again to Brandon, allwearclothing, allwearclothing.com. Um, so there is, I don't know if you saw on the, the Peacock Network uh, started today, 
um, there's a new show on there. A Dale Jr. has a show that's going to be on there, and it's it looks pretty good. It's called Lost Speedways. So it'll be interesting to see what it's about. Um, it sounds like that the premise is essentially going to be what it sounds like is that he's going to visit speedways that we don't probably go to anymore. Um, what do you think about that? I, I think that, I think that sounds, you know, pretty nice. I mean, especially for someone like me who, you know, doesn't necessarily know some of the old tracks and, and you know, some of the old places that they used to go to all the time. Um, I, I would be very interested in it, interested in it. Um, because, I mean, it seems like now, it, you know, they race in the same tracks, you know, almost every year. But it'd be nice to kind of see what they're racing. I don't know how far back they're going to go with them if they're still around. But, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, and all yeah. that. You see what's different now compared to how they used to be. I mean, I think that sounds pretty damn interesting to me. So it's an eight-episode series, and they're going to start out in Metrolina Speedway, and he's seeking clarity about an age-old family mystery. And then he's going to visit tracks across the country throughout the series. He's also going to give exclusive access, uh, a tour of his race car graveyard. I don't know if you've ever seen that. On his property, he has a race car graveyard. He buys, like, wrecked uh, race cars from particular NASCAR races and puts them in a graveyard. Pretty neat. Um, and then uh, they're going to also do an abandoned dirt track in Mooresville, North Carolina. So that's going to be a really interesting show to check out. Uh, I think Peacock Network is free right now, um, but I, I think you, you do have to pay for the premium. I think it's four ninety nine a month uh, after you get the seven-day free trial. So definitely check that out. Unfortunately, you cannot, I don't think, stream on a fire stick or anything like that. It's going to be on the computer or uh, some other things. So should be an interesting show. Looking forward to that. Um, going to check it out for sure because I'm interested to see what what kind of speedways he goes to because it is interesting to go and look at the history of things and what has happened uh, in different tracks. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Cody, do you care at all? <laughs> About the old racetracks? Yeah, man. That'd be kind of cool to see. So, I mean, you can't really – you can't have what you have now without those racetracks from before. So, uh, you know, it's always nice to see. I kind of like stuff like that. You know, I, I kind of, it's nice to dig in, take deep dives into the history of some racetracks. Cause I'm sure a lot of the modern racetracks are based off of some of those racetracks in the past. So I'm sure, you know, I'm sure they have some elements in some way, uh, shape or form to what we have today. And I think it probably would be surprising to know where most racetracks were at before the more popular ones came around. So, right. you know, it'd be a nice little surprise. Hell, there's probably one out here where we're at, you know, or something. You never know. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be good. And uh, speaking of which, I don't know if you guys saw that Tony Stewart is uh, teaming up with Ray Evernham. And they're bringing back, essentially, it's going to be called SRX All-Stars. So if you remember the IROC series, International Race of Champions, I believe is what it stood for. It was a series that lasted 30 years. They brought drivers in and raced in particular IROC cars at speedways, uh, particular speedways throughout the year, and had drivers from, like, Formula One, from Indy cars, from NASCAR, like, from Bush series at the time, uh, and bringing those guys in. So it's called the Superstar Racing Experience, and it's going to be a six-race short track series and it's going to air prime time on CBS on Saturday night, Summer Spectacular. So it sounds pretty good. Um, 
they're going to bring guys from all all over the place. And so Tony Stewart was actually the last IROC champion, and then the series just kind of went away quietly. So they're and they're one of the big things they already announced is they're banning the Confederate flag, like NASCAR did. They already banned it before this even starts. So major props to them for doing that. Yeah, that that uh that sounds pretty kind of cool. nice. Like a... Go ahead, Cody. Yeah, I'd say it'd be a cool like winner take all, because I'm sure there's some type of debates in when it comes to like racing. Uh, you know, like it is in other sports, you know, like, uh, you know, what would happen if Nolan Ryan faced Mike Trout, you know, something like that. Right. So you right. kind of, you kind of get that, that element to it. So I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Cause Tony's actually going to race in this series too. Oh, is He's he? not going to weigh his car down, is he? <laughs> Let's hope not. The, uh, the, uh, so he plans on being one of the participants. And one of the cool things, and, and Shiv and I talked about this, so he has a dirt track that's his. He owns it, Eldora Speedway in Ohio. And uh, he's, gonna, he's probably going to offer that up to be one of the races, which we would have to go to the Eldora race if they do that. It's an awesome dirt track in Ohio. Where, uh, where's that located in Ohio? Eldora. Where's Eldora? In Eldora, Ooh. Ohio. Thanks. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just fucking with you. So, um, do you know, like, do you know where I think it's uh, State Route? I think it's 118. I'm just gonna look it up. Hold on. Do you not know where that is? No. Okay. Do you know where, like, like it's north of? Okay, so it's like north, northwest of Dayton. So it's just south of Salina, like St. Mary Salina, where you were for a little bit. Yeah, it's just south yeah. of there. It's okay. Safe. Yeah, it's um, it's in New West in Ohio. It's yeah, okay. Right off so, of one twenty-seven. Yeah, it's just south of Salina and St. Mary's. Yeah, so pretty neat. Um, so they're gonna bring that in, bring it back. CBS is already on board. Uh, so he wants. So the idea actually came up from Ray Evernham. Because he wants to see a series that cars don't rely on aerodynamics and reward mechanical grip and driver's skill. So that's what's really cool because you'll be able to see drivers in their actual skill. <laughs> Looking forward to that. That'll be fun to watch. Yeah, that's actually – that sounds pretty exciting. Hopefully he can put together something at that track because, like, you know, I've never gotten to go see a, a race like that in general. So, that you know, that sounds, you know, really exciting and – When's that supposed to start? 2021, so next year. Yeah, so hopefully by then everything's calmed down with this Rona bull crap and able to go see something like that. Yep, and then in the Open, uh, for the Open, NASCAR Open, just to come back to that, I think William Byron won Stage 2. So uh, now we've got – it's going to probably come down to we've got three – popular guys up there Austin Dillon Clint Boyer and Matt DiBenedetto which you know I'm pulling for DiBenedetto because he almost won the uh, Bristol race last year we were at he just a few laps he needed to he got passed and Denny Hamlin won the race so otherwise we would have saw DiBenedetto win his first race which would have been awesome all right so just an update to the standings for NASCAR even though we're not making picks uh Bear so Truex finished second for Dub. Eric Almirola finished eighth for Bear. 
Chris Boucher was 20th for me. Cody had Blaney in sixth, and Chase Elliott finished 23rd. So one of the top guys in Cup for you finished last, or not last. That's your worst finish of the year. Yeah, that is. That's that's not good for me. Bear, whoa, oh, Bear's got me by almost a half a point now. Yeah, he's got you. He's he took the lead, so taking that lead there. So Bear has a total of 187 points, and you have a total of 194. So only a seven point difference. Not I'm bad. bad. Still, uh, still catchable. You know, I feel like it's gonna go back and forth with me and Bear. Yeah. A lot you see, for the rest you, of this season. Did you already see? I put my drivers in for the rest of the series until yeah. the playoffs. I was like, what the? I was, I was looking at that. I was like, I thought, I thought something was screwed up with that. I see all these names. No, I put them all in already. I'm just, I'm not gonna think about it for the rest of the year. I'm just gonna put them in now and not care. So, uh, Good strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it plays out for him. So, <laughs> all right. So let's get into uh, golf for this week. So last week we had a, a good tournament for golf. Um, it was at in Dublin at Murfield Village, and uh, they're doing that again this week for the Memorial Open, or Memorial Tournament, excuse me, Workday Charity Open was last week, and Colin Morikawa won at 19 under. He went into a three-hole playoff with Justin Thomas, best player in the world, and uh, beat him in the playoff. So congrats to Colin Morikawa. That was awesome. And uh, Victor Hovland was third, which was Jake's pick last week. So was interesting to see. He had Victor Hovland, who finished third. Justin Thomas was second for Bear. Uh, Cody Bryan had Hideki Matsuyama, who finished 22nd. I had Kepka, who missed the cut by one. And Benon missed the cut as well for Brandon. We both got 68s. So updated standings. Bear has a commanding lead at 27.7 over me at 34.2. 38.3 for Jake. 40.3 for Brandon. 43.5 for our man, Cody Bryan. So total points for Bear right now, 416, and I have 513. So he is literally 97 ahead of second place. Jesus. I need him to miss a cut, and i got to finish well. So this week, again, they're at Murfield Village. They're playing the Memorial Tournament. Uh, which usually happens on Memorial Weekend, as Bear said last week. Obviously, it is not. It is going to be this weekend. Um, so Bear's pick this week is Cody's last week, Hideki Matsuyama. I am going to take the Duff man, who I wanted to take last week and should have, and taken Kepka this week, but I changed it three times last week. So I'm going to take Duffner this week. Hope he makes the cut again and wins this tournament. Uh, Jake, who you got? Yeah, um, so Tiger's playing, right? Uh, I I can't remember. I I know he said he was going to, but I don't know if he said he was going to back out. Well, I will – as of right now, I'm taking Tiger to win his 83rd major um, for him to pass uh, Sam Snead. So I'm going with him, assuming he plays. But if not – um, we'll have to. I'll have to get you a new pick. But as long as he's in this tournament, I'm pretty I, I, sure he's. I'm pretty sure he's playing. That that's what I thought I saw too, and I thought I remembered Bear saying something when we were golfing Saturday. Right. So I, I'm gonna take confidently. I'm gonna take Tiger. I like his chances here. He's won here a lot. And then Brandon hello. is hello, hello, hello. Brandon <laughs> is going to take Webb Simpson this week. Uh, good pick for him. And Cody Bryant, round us off here. Who are you taking? 
Hey, look at that. Uh, DiBenedetto. DiBenedetto won the race. You know what? I'm changing my NASCAR pick for the tonight. Fuck Kyle Busch because I wanted DiBenedetto to get in, but he had to win to get in. So give me DiBenedetto tonight. All right. There you go. Um, you know what, man? I don't think I cho- I, I picked him yet. I'm going to go with uh, Bryson DeChambeau. That's a good pick, man. Bombers to life, baby. <laughs> and he knows – Parrot knows I like to say that. Bombers delight. Dude, that dude put on, what, 30 pounds of mass? And yeah, it's dude. just bombing the ball. He averaged, like, he's been averaging since the tour came back from the shutdown. He's averaging, I think, 355 yards or something like that a drive. Damn. It's quite a bit. It's, it's insane. That's his average. Wow. Wow. It's absolutely That's- incredible that's nuts it'll be interesting to see him to to drive this week and you know we'll see if he can win um we got to thank sean crandall's quality landscaping uh parrot i do have a shirt for you since you wanted one from him you gave um, me one did i already get, oh yeah i already gave it to you you owe him 1250 yeah. uh, <laughs> so uh, you owe him 1250 for that shirt and you owe me five bucks or you know you know what you i'm said, saying i think you said i owed you 20 for it all Oh yeah, what did you get? Well, you owe him twelve fifty. You owe me, and the, you owe me the other seven fifty, whatever it is. Whatever, we'll figure it out. So, um, not worried about that. We'll get it taken care of, and uh, it'll be fun. But Crandall's Quality Landscaping is sponsoring the drinks for episode two hundred, just like he did for episode one hundred. We got to thank Sean for that. Big supporter of the show. We support his business. He can help you. Give him a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Uh, Canton, Ohio. There we go. Cody Bryant, you want to give him what, – what, what can he do for the people? What can't he do for the people? You know, if you need any type of landscaping done, you might need some pavers paved, laid down on your back patio, some uh, head, your hedge bushes trimmed down. So you can, or even uh, some hedge bushes uh, uh, planted. So you get that privacy hedge and keep people from looking into your living room. Or you just might even just need the grass cut. He can do it all for you. Crandall's quality lawn care. Landscaping. Come on, man. It's all right, though. The the shirts that he just got us says lawn care. So whatever. (laughs) I asked if he was going to change it. He said, nah. So don't forget, don't forget also for those people, though, he is now helping with drainage solutions and he's doing fall tree installs. So if you need fall tree installs in the fall and your leaf cleanup in the fall, get in touch with Sean. He can help you with both of those. He has solutions to long-term standing water and buried downspouts and French drains. So he can help you with all that. Again, Sean, Crandall's Quality Landscaping or Lawn Care, whatever you want it to be, 419 all right, so what did you think of the decision for Shodor Sanders to go to Florida Atlantic? Kind of surprised me. Yeah, that was uh, that was very surprising. You know, I think someone like him is going to go to one of those top schools like Kentucky or Duke or something like that. But you know, Kentucky I mean, or Duke? What the hell are you talking nah, about? Playing football, bro. Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, this guy's on our sports show. <laughs> I, I'm thinking, no, that's, that's my bad. I'm, I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking uh, 
I'm thinking of Sharif O'Neal. That's my bad. Oh, you're, you're good, bro. I knew who you were thinking of. That's why I had to give you shit, though, when you said Duke in Kentucky. I'm like, what? Oh, man. <laughs> I, oh I totally was thinking of Sharif O'Neal because I just watched a, a video of him dunking a minute ago. Man. Oh, Jesus. Well, we'll, we'll parlay off of you and go to Cody uh, Bryant. What do you think of Shodor going to Florida Atlantic? I mean, he might not be as good as his dad. Like, right. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Like, he might just not, just might not be good enough as his dad coming out of high school. I mean, I don't know. I have no idea what other schools he like was looked at or was interested in, or even where he was ranked as a um, potential college player. But I mean. If that's all he had on the table, that's probably where he's going to go. You're right. You're right. And then uh, just real quick back to NASCAR. So Clint Boyer got the fan vote. So he is in tonight as well. Uh, so we've got the Eric Almirola won stage one. Byron won stage two. Benedetto won the open. And then uh, Clint Boyer won the fan vote. So yeah. I'm going to have oh, to adjust my picks. I was going to say, too, even on the flip side, maybe he just wants to go somewhere and be himself, too. You know, he might and not. Florida win. Atlantic. Well, hell, where else are you going to be able to go and be yourself and not okay. be Deion's son? This is I mean, true. Jordan's sons played basketball at Illinois, and, or the one did, and you would have never known, <laughs> you know, unless he told you, like, hey, I played at Illinois. So I don't know. I mean, he might, you know, it just could be either one of those things. Maybe he'll get a chance to carve out his own legacy and actually just play ball. Shadier had offer from Alabama, Arizona State, Baylor, um, Florida, Florida State, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Louisville, LSU, Michigan, Marshall, Oregon, Tennessee. I mean, he had he had a bunch of offers. Vanderbilt, Utah. Oh, uh, yeah. But the offers aren't really – I mean, like, offers don't really mean too much. I mean, hell, they offer seventh graders. Hell, yeah, Scholarship man. offers, you know. Hell, yeah. I got a, I so, got an, off, I mean, I got an offer in sixth grade, bro. I got an offer from, uh, from uh, <laughs> uh, Florida International to play on their uh, water, water polo team. Right. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> No, I agree with you, man. It doesn't mean shit. So, I mean, I don't know. No, I mean, hell, and who knows? The majority of those offers were probably because he was Deion Sanders' kid. Right. Very true. Um, so, the other thing here that I want uh, that I wanted to do with NCAA stuff with football. So, I got a poll here. It has most overrated programs, and it's statistical. Not opinionated. It's statistics. So they finished lower than their preseason top 25 ranking most often since the year 2000. Wisconsin. They are not in the top seven. Oh. Michigan. They are sixth. 79% of the time they finished worse no. than their top yeah. 25 no. ranking. No. Keep it going. Um, Oregon? Nope. Give me uh, – What conference is it in? Oh, there's, there's several. 
You've got um, big, you've got Big Ten. You've got SEC. Oh, well, we know Ohio got, State's in there. They ain't in there. They always finish yeah. ahead of their ranking. Michigan's always for some reason like second. Ohio yeah, State. They, like they always get. They always give them preseason really <laughs> high, and then they always finish out of the top twenty-five. Right. Um, is Notre Dame in there? For they are fifth, eighty-two percent. Let's just get rid of Notre Dame in general. How about that? I agree. Brian, the Brian Kelly special. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, they should have been number one. Probably Texas. Nope, but you're close. And um, correct. They're number one a hundred percent of the time. They finished worse <laughs> than they when they started in the preseason. Oh, let's see. Yeah, but they don't really count, though. I mean, if you like anybody at Texas football, like they don't really consider A and M a like a, an elite program in the area anyway. They're kind of like a little brother program, not even little brother. They're like a, like a second cousin program. Well, you know who played there, Johnny Football. So he finished worse than his preseason oh, ranking. Should, yeah, that should let you know all you need to know about Texas A&M. All right, we got a, we got a few more. We got four more. Um, Utah. No. No. Maybe. How about a team that beat Oklahoma down. way back in the past, and they went up in? I'd say probably fans. Florida State. Florida State is up there, 83%, number say four. probably Florida or Florida State. Yep, Florida State. Georgia. Nope. Yeah, Big Ten now. Um, oh, Michigan State. They're... Nope. They never come in no? rated high no. in the top 25 ever. So Nebraska usually doesn't yes. either. Really? Nebraska, number yeah. two, 91%. Holy well, shit. At least the early part of the 2000s, they were, like, considered decent. Yep. So number three is West Virginia, eighty-nine percent, and okay. number seven, Boise State, seventy-eight percent of the time. I can. Yeah, that that's seeable. Boise State all day. Yep. All right. So I didn't know they uh, were still ranking Boise State that high. Sometimes we know they did back yeah. uh, back after they beat Oklahoma. They're like, here we're going to rank them high every year, and they're going to suck. Um, so it happens. But we've got to thank uh, Brittany at Verizon. Verizon is a true technology business partner who helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, we do not wait for the future. We build it. Get in touch with a sales rep in your area, verizon.com. Thank you to Cassandra at PNC. You can give her a call, 419-877-0634. She can help with all your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, or personal banking. She is there to help. Um, NFL, Randall Cunningham is joining the Las Vegas Raiders. Did you see this? No, I didn't see that. He's going to be the team chaplain. Okay. So there we go. Well, at least least they'll have a decent quarterback on the roster if they need one. (laughs) They do, man. Marcus Mariota. Like I said, if they ever need a decent quarterback, they got Randall Cunningham. Is it right? So speaking of the NFL, so a fun thing here. The I meant to say this last week, but now that I can, I remembered, I will say it this week. The last time the Bengals won a playoff game. Okay, you ready for these things? Wait, wait, wait. Is it? it was no. This it? isn't a year. Just listen. Oh. You just listen. So the last time the Bengals won a playoff game, the Jacksonville Jaguars didn't exist. The Titans were the Oilers. The Patriots had zero Super Bowls. 
and Patrick Mahomes wasn't even born. Yeah, <laughs> say that had to have been in the 80s or 90s, late 80s, early 90s. Early 90s? The Jaguars, like, not early 90s, it's probably like 91. Yeah, I 91, I think, is the last time they won, because I think it was, what, 93 or yeah. 4 that the Jaguars yeah. came in? Yeah, somewhere around there. I found a uh, – <laughs> I found a fun thing. As we know, the Washington Redskins are retiring that moniker and they will no longer have it anymore. It was official on Monday, but something I found funny is uh, the sports onion. If you ever see that the Washington Redskins are changing their name to the DC Redskins. I was like, <laughs> and then there was another one that said, Jerry Jones found out is changing the Dallas to the Redskins as he found out the name was available. <laughs> Wouldn't oh. surprise me whatsoever. It was, it was January 6, 1991, and they beat the Houston Oilers. Interesting. Interesting. And, then lost, and then lost to the L.A. Raiders one week later in the divisional round. Huh. All right. Um, the We got to, last but not least, thank Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Oh boy, it's about that time, man. Summer's heating up. You know, the weather's warming up. Masks are starting to come off, even though they probably shouldn't. But uh, if you want to get a little bit more off besides that mask, man, hit up Connell Barrett at datingtransformation.com. If you want to have more than just the, uh, what was it? Uh, what was Dennis? Uh, what do you use? Uh, not dentist the dentist system. system, but the uh, no, not the dentist system. But when you're out on the boat, there's a lot of was it the interpretation? I think so. You know, we got you know there you got a lot of boat parties coming up, a lot of Christmas in July. You now you want to get that boat rocking out there on the lake, man. Connor Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Ah, uh, I don't think we're ever gonna top that. <laughs> Masks are coming off. You want to get anything else off? <laughs> Connell Barrett. Hey, number three on your Google search. Great. About to be number two this year. Uh, Dak Prescott also didn't get his money. Miles Garrett got his money. Hundred million guaranteed. Everybody got paid besides Dak. Derrick Henry. He got fifty million, didn't he? Fifty mil. Fifty. Show him that fifty. fitty. Yeah, got fifty. Miles Garrett got a hundred mil. Um, guaranteed hundred mil. Guaranteed. Who was that for the uh, for the Chiefs? Was he a was he a corner or defensive end? I think he got sixty million with thirty seven guaranteed. Damn, I saw Kenny Stills got arrested. Yeah, he was out um, protesting for uh, Breonna Taylor's murder, which they still haven't arrested any of those police officers. And uh, Chris Jones was the one with the Chiefs, Chris right? Jones. Yeah, yep. Who? Chris Jones. Love it. Hey, so is this an all-star race only an hour and a half? I see it's on two more times. Are those just replays of the one they just did or are they new ones? Are they doing more? Uh, it's just this one. This is the one all-star okay. race. Okay, I didn't know. I see it's on two more times after. I didn't know if they were just replaying it or if they were if there was more. Okay. All right. And anything else from the NFL, Cody? 
Not that I can think of offhand. Uh, oh, they came out with uh, a new like mouth mask or oh, whatever yeah. that thing is. Looks like a pasta strainer. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that covers the bottom of their masks. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a visor for your mouth now. Which is ironic because they're, yeah, you get a mouth mask for a full contact sport. Hey, I don't know. It is what it is, man. Which I don't think there's going to be any football. Yeah, it's it's a little rough. Yeah, maybe professional, but there's going to be no college football. Sorry, folks. Oh, God. The, um,. I mean, we're we're gonna see what happens. I doubt. I'm with you. It's gonna be just probably no fans if we have any football at all. Yeah, right. But I mean, if, especially with the college, if you're not even letting, if you're not even letting kids, you know, show up to campus, like how can you justify, you know, football, you know, the the football players just showing up. Right, but you know, somebody said if the NCAA could figure out a way to make a buck, they're gonna do it. So, right. which That's I think right. is still kind of shitty. They put it all on the conferences, but I don't know. I mean, like the 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 petty side in me is kind of wants them to just have like conference only schedules, just so Notre Dame can not have anybody to play. They have the ACC. They already told them they would. Fuck that! I wouldn't let them in. <laughs> hell, hell no! Nah. Hell no! No, nah, uh, you can't. You're not gonna pick and choose. That's fantastic. I'm tired of Notre Dame. Same here, buddy. So, um, Tom Brady sent a tweet out, which I found fantastic. He said, "When at Religion of Sport asked me what I thought what my greatest performance was, it was a no-brainer. 2007 against Buffalo Bills, we scored 56 points, and I threw four touchdowns to Randy Moss. Hey, Randy, Bucks Red would look good on you. Have a few snaps left?" Question mark. Randy responds, "Sunday night in Buffalo, four TDs in the first half. We all rocked that night. Thanks for the memories, TB Tom Brady." Uh, really, come try out for this team. I won't make that team with them boys. Take my memories and run, and I miss you, brother. So, dude, that was – I'll never forget when Randy went to the Patriots, man. Oh, my God. That was that was an unreal season. 20, what, 22 touchdowns receiving, and Brady had 50 passing. It was unheard of, but they ultimately, you know, 18-1. and one. Should have been 19-0. and 0. David Tyree yeah. and the bubble gum on his helmet. Dude, it wasn't even that. It was that defensive line. Dude, they had what? Strahan. Uh, wasn't Pierre Paul, Jason Pierre Paul on that line? JPP. Uh, when he still had fingers. Right. Yeah, he had all his fingers. Like, that should tell you how good he is, folks. He has all his fingers that go to a Super Bowl. Um, oh, my gosh. Who else was on that line? Uh, I can't think of his name right now. He had real small, square head. Oh man, it'll probably come to me like Lego Batman, right? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. The uh, so um, in baseball, Yasiel Puig is going to the Braves. What do you think about that? Yeah, Puig hit home run. Puig hit home run. (laughs) Can't wait. Well, there probably won't be a season, but I can't wait. It's only a one-year deal, though. That's the that's the part that sucks. Right. Yeah, I don't – and, 
we'll see what happens. I don't know if we're going to have trivia tonight, by the way. I reached out to Jeremy. We, we said we might not because we got the big show this weekend, which is okay. Um, but uh, as we're getting near the end of this thing, we want to talk. Uh, there's a few things for wrestling. Uh, so Taz, I don't. did you see that last week, brought out the FTW title? Yeah, brought it back. So you want to tell us about that a little bit? The FTW title? Yes, sir. Um, oh, man, that started off, uh, that's from the ECW days when uh, I'm trying to think who the champion was at the time. Oh, boy. Um, but Taz could not get a title shot from said champion. So what he ended up doing was he created, uh, I want to say it was Shane Douglas that wouldn't give him a title shot. But, uh, you know, Taz got pissed off and created his own belt. The FTW belt. Fuck and, the world. <laughs> yeah, it was the fuck the world belt. So, and it, like at the time, man, it was a pretty badass belt. Had a bright orange strap, kind of looked like uh, the old winged eagle Yep. from uh, the 90s. And which ECW kind of did a lot. If I don't know if anybody ever noticed. Like their tag team titles had a, their old tag team titles kind of had the old, uh, had the IC title look to them but they were like uh like a silver or a brass or something almost but uh yeah man i think that belt was only defended i think three times because it really wasn't even supposed to be a championship (laughs) but taz brought it out gave it to brian cage which i don't know man i i don't know AEW is a whole nother thing now it used to be cool and then they tried to like now they're just trying to be almost WWE like, which yeah, that's exactly uh, what they are. And that's the worst part about it. It's like Impact. They were only thing that the only like gripe that people had about Impact was they would always sign the first person that either quit or got fired from WWE. But yet, if you really watch their product, they were completely different from WWE. Right. And, you know, and, and they just had shitty leadership. And then WCW was nothing like WWE either at the time. And then they had shitty leadership. So, I don't know, man. All I have left is New Japan, which, boy, oh, boy, did some shit go down over the weekend. I don't know if we want to talk about that now or for the next show. Hold on. Hold on. Before you mention this, I, I got to mention this because Jake just sent this to me. I'm dying, dude. Miles Garrett was fined $45,623 for hitting Mason Rudolph in the head with a helmet. He just signed a $125 million deal, which means he can hit Mason Rudolph 2,739 more times before he runs out of money. <laughs> I saw that and I had to send it to you. So anyway, how much do you want to go into that, Cody? What's that? Do you want to do it on this one or the on the wrestling show? What do you want to mention? Uh, oh, man. Okay. Los Ingonados. Ing- Los not God, I can't even say it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Maybe you L-I-J. can say it when you're drinking. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'll probably better say it then. Uh, L.I.J. over in New Japan, which is like uh, – uh, I don't know if anybody's familiar with New Japan. A lot of the wrestlers over there 
they are they're all you know sort of independent wrestlers but they're still in little groups and clubs and factions basically and uh lij which was comprised of uh naito evil uh bushi and um oh my gosh uh shingo and uh uh hiromu tanahashi um they were probably one of the most popular groups in Japan, in New Japan, outside of the Bullet Club. Uh, right. or, or actually, they were more popular than Bullet Club. Bullet, Bullet Club was a little bit more well-known. But um, they, uh, Los Ingobernables, there we go. De Japon, there we go. Um, but they, uh, you know, got started by Naito, which the original group was started in Mexico with uh, Naito, Andrade, I want to say El Hijo de Fantasma, which was King Cuerno. I believe he was an original member, um, all while Naito was on excursion in Mexico. So then when Naito goes back to Japan, he forms it with uh, those current members. And um, if you really want to break it down, uh, Naito is the reason in New Japan is the reason why everybody's walking around with two belts in WWE right now. Well, yeah. I mean, I was going to get into that too. Yeah. If it wasn't for Naito doing that, nobody else would have been doing it. So. um, Did you see this past weekend? What happened? Okay. So we had, (laughs) yeah, we had the, uh, what was it called? The, it was Dominion and, and, and uh, Osaka Joe Hall. And uh, this is one of the first few um, events that New Japan has been able to to put on since they've been out of lockdown. And it was a title match, uh, basically a winner-take-all match between Naito and Evil. Now, these guys, you know, they've all wrestled each other before, but uh, actually the Evil turned on Naito and won both type, both the Intercontinental and the IWGP heavyweight belt. And this is like, I'm trying to think to compare it. This would be, this would be like Arn Anderson turning on Ric Flair. That's a good way to put it. Like, this is a big deal, man. Like you, they had, you know, there were fans crying in the stands. You know, there's a little girl there. She was crying. You know, she had her little evil, little bear and everything on. She's crying because evil turned on Naito. And this this was a big deal. So now we come up on, I want to say, Lions Break Collision. And so we'll have the fallout from that coming up pretty soon, which means now I really need to get my New Japan World subscription. Yeah, no shit. I've been slacking. I said I was going to do it a few months ago, and I never did. But they were all on lockdown, so it didn't really matter. Jake, you got anything for that? Um, honestly, no, not really. Oh man, New Japan is some of the best wrestling you'll ever see. I mean, it's something that I'm going to have to, you know, watch someday. I'm trying to find this, trying to get this thing up on the TV for this watch along. Yeah, no, you're good. I think um, 
Yeah, dude. Because what? And we. I'll call him exactly what uh, uh, Conrad and uh, and uh, Bruce Pritchard call him, Dick to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, he came back. <laughs> it's and, Dick Togo, uh, he, but they call yeah, him Dick, Dick to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened? Go ahead. Give us that. No, yeah, he came back, and now uh, evil's aligned with him. So, this man, this is this is crazy right now. Like the way that everything is falling out, I and mean, people are, I mean, New Japan fans are like losing their shit right now. Yeah, that was a big deal, and I, you know, because I started getting into it a little bit. I'm not because I haven't watched much wrestling at all in the last several months. And I've probably seen New Japan as much as I've seen everything else. And I saw all that. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's a big deal. And I think you hit the nail on the head with how you compared it and how, like, Arn Anderson turning on Flair. I mean, you were yeah. absolutely yeah. correct. I mean, it's like Paul and Nash turning on Hogan, you know, if it happened in the beginning when the NWO was hot. Or, right. you know, things like Triple H turning on Sean. I mean, we've seen that happen in the past. But uh, it, it's crazy, man. Like, all that shit happening over there. And they're they're just getting it. It's not they're not being AEW or WWE light. Which speaking of AEW, right. they've lost how many weeks in a row now to NXT? Three or four? Right. Yeah, it's not good for they're, them. Yeah, and any good. And the sad part with AEW is like any good or decent wrestler, they just they kind of just like screw them over, man. Right. Well, what about I mean, you? Got the revival, like the yeah, the revival right now. Man, revival is like the hottest tag team in wrestling, and they've come in. I think they've lost like two matches so far already, which is ridiculous. Yeah, and, and you know it's like kind of when they say the the inmates run the asylum. Man, I think they lost to the young, or they didn't even lose to the young bucks. I don't think. I don't think it was a loss, but I mean they like teamed up with the young bucks. Like, what kind of stuff is that, man? Like, the Young Bucks kind of did a Triple H for as much shit as they, you know, how much as they try to shit on Triple H for stealing people's heat by either teaming up with them or having a match with them, which he's done. You know, they do the same damn thing. No, you're absolutely right, dude. I mean, and speaking of which, you're talking about double titles. You want to tell us what happened on uh, Great American Bash last week? Uh, yeah, we have a new NXT champion right now, Keith Lee. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't think and you like he beat um, Adam Cole he shorter than Adam Cole. Bay Bay, Adam Cole Bay Bay. You think that's big for Keith Lee? Oh yeah, man. And I like Keith. I like Adam Cole too. He little little Adam Cole, but I like. I mean, I like him. But Keith Lee is the truth, man. Yeah, he is. Do you think they're gonna put? You think Adam Cole goes to main roster? They're gonna keep him down there. No, nah, they're gonna keep him down. They can't. I, am I, I mean, they could bring him up, but he's gonna have to put some weight on, dude. You like, so? he looks like a teenager, you know, like he looks like a child. This is true. Like, he's not, you know, like he's not cut up or nothing, you know. I mean, you know how, and which is a sad part because he's probably one of the, you know, top ten wrestlers in wwe period whether it's wwe the main roster or nxt oh you're absolutely right and, and but you know you're gonna be on tv like all the time so now 
you know, which sucks, but, you know, it's just kind of a reality of it. Like, you kind of have to, you're going to have to look like a wrestler. And Adam Cole's style is not one of, you know, like the little guys to where, um, you know, he's running around doing flips and, and dives and everything like that, man. He's a technical, almost a genius, but, you know, like, I, you can't look the way you do and, you know, can try to make yourself seem like you're a legit wrestler. I seen a picture online. <laughs> they were making, people were making fun of Adam Cole. And they, they get it. They, dude, they kill him on his height, dude. There's a picture of him and Will Ospreay. And uh, it was like, uh, Will Ospreay, or Adam Cole is billed at, I think, 6'1". Uh, Will Ospreay is billed at 6'1". And they were like side by side, and Osprey's like three inches taller. That's interesting. Is that normal? Right. <laughs> not really. I mean, not if you're, uh, not if you're uh, Adam Cole. Right. The um. So, do you have your your network fired up, Cody? Uh, yeah, I just have to go to, uh, go to that match. So bash at the beach, 1994 WCW pay-per-view. Uh, I'm going to go to the one hour, 58 minute and 34 second mark. One hour. Hold up. Yeah. And while we're looking at this, we are going to pause for station identification. <laughs> All right. So before we get into our watch along, we actually went to the two hour, three minute and 21 second mark for those that watch on the network. We're, we'll count it down. We're ready to start. But there are a few things that we do want to get in uh, while we do this that we did not cover yet. So it sounds like the whole thing with masks came about in WWE from actually Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens made a big deal about it. Uh, he raised concerns about wearing a mask and practicing social distancing in the WWE and he didn't feel safe during the tapings and confronted Vince about it and said he was going home. So Vince sought out Kevin Owens advice about the situation and he told the chairman, the only person uh, that he told him that the only person that people would listen to is Vince. So, um, Vince asked Kevin Owens whether imposing a fine would help, and then Owens responded to that, stating that he was fined on SmackDown for swearing, and he never did it again. So he thought it was a good plan. So even though it's a minimal, um, it's still something. He imposed a fine of $500 for first-time offenders and $1,000 for second-time offenders. Some of these smaller guys, that's a big deal. You know, $500, $1,000 is a lot of money. So got to give it to Kevin Owens for getting the seriousness of right. this to Vince. But how sad is it? Isn't that basically the United States in a nutshell to where it took someone from outside of the United States to beat into someone's head how important masks are? No, you're absolutely correct. And, um, you know, we'll talk about it. it, it it's sad. And that is yeah. what it is. I mean, he's Canadian, and but they have nothing going on really in Canada. So we'll see what happens. Um, and hopefully it just stays – they stay safe here. But um, Cena's contract expired. Speaking of, you know, the Kevin Owens-John Cena thing, Cena's yeah. contract expired. Um, but 
he has amazing matches, amazing matches with Kevin Owens. Um, so we'll kind of see. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see him with Tanahashi. What do you think about that if you went to New Japan? Would you like something like that? Who's going to Japan? Kevin Owens? No, no, no. I'm saying oh. if Cena went there, do you think Cena-Tanahashi would be a good draw? That'd be a good match. Yeah. Yeah, because you would have a motivated Cena. Or if and he even fought Okada Cena, and Suzuki. Oh, he ain't fighting Okada. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a good match, but he ain't messing with no Okada, man. That, now, if this was like Cena from, you know, like 10 years ago, then I could see it. If this, right. you know, it, like, yeah, Cena from 10 years ago versus Okada now, or I'd say maybe be, maybe even, uh, what, four years ago, Okada? When he's right. having a, when he's carrying Kenny Omega through those matches, like That's a good point. you know, it's just man, that'd have been a great match. But I don't think Cena, Cena's not gonna, he's not gonna wrestle again. If he ever does, it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be for WWE. He's not going anywhere else. No, I agree. I agree, and. Um... Uh, before we start this, so just real quick, I'm going to mention Tessa Blanchard, you know, is done with uh, Impact Wrestling, and she just burns bridges everywhere. I don't think such good talent, and, you know, you're never going to find another company that hands the men's world championship to you, uh, and you just burn another bridge. So it's unfortunate for her. Yeah. It is what it is, man. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's tragic, but um, – yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. We want to get this watch along going. So we're at, yeah. again at the two hour. I would say I need something better to watch than AEW right now. So this is so just so Parrot understands. Parrot, did you find something to watch it on? Yeah, I found it on a YouTube, but um, where I have it started, it's um, like they're in the ring, but they're like they're kind of talking. And um, the match hasn't started yet, but I found part one and part two of the match. It's like 20, a little less than 22 minutes. Okay. So you should be all right there. I'm going to, we're going to get fired up here. Two hours, three minutes, 21 second mark on the WWE network. I'll count it down to hit play for Cody and I, and then you'll catch up, uh, Jake. Are you ready, Cody? Yep. All right. I'll count it down when you hear go, press play. So three, two, one, and go. Here we go. Uh, all right. I don't know. You want me to turn my sound off? Can you hear it or no? Well, I got mine playing because I don't care because I need to hear it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so here we go. The old Ric Flair song. We got Bobby the Brain Heen and Tony Schiavone uh, announcers. So great announce team, by the way. Underrated Bobby the Brain and Tony Schiavone. Very, very so underrated. Ric Flair, man, looking good. So by what? Sherry they, looking was good Rick, too. Yeah, Sherry Ooh. looking good. Ric Flair was what? He was forties then, wasn't he? Yeah, probably. Uh, what ninety four? Um, he had to be in his forties. I'd say early forties. Yeah, because he's uh, so ninety four. He was forty five. Yeah, when this happened. Forty five. And, and he was young then. I mean, I was young yeah. for him. Yeah, and. He was still putting on, like, badass matches, dude. It's funny, man. Still WCW had... used to shit on them all the time. and But yet when they needed somebody to draw and they needed to sell tickets or, or get TV ratings, who'd they call? 
and Ho- right, and then Hogan at this time. So this is 26 years ago, July 17, 1994. So actually, two years from tomorrow, when people listen to this, so uh, from Friday, Hogan, uh, a little less than a month later, would turn 40. So Hogan's 39 when this is going on. Yeah, Terry from Tampa. Terry from Tampa. He's American. Look at Shaq. Young Shaq, all sport. Young Shaq, before he started ruining basketball team. So this is a big deal because Hogan signed with WCW in right. June of this year. Got yeah, this fireworks his, going off. Yours might have skipped ahead of mine a little bit. I got fireworks, fireworks going. going. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy the Heart, Mouth of the South. Jeez. The Runner. Mr. T. Mr. T. It's a big deal. You got to get all these guys. Yeah. Then the Hogan, Hogan guy. Yeah. Dude, there's a picture of my dad that I have. I got to find it and show it to you. If you just throw a bandana on him, he looks like Hogan here. You know that picture when he's like doing oh, yeah, that, yeah. that the guy was just holding up? Looks like my dad. It's kind of creepy. Um, <laughs> oh, look at that. There's Brooke and Nick and Linda. I don't know if – am I ahead of you or no? No, I just saw him. Okay. No, there's there's a guy Hogan that looks like guy. Hogan. Yeah, another lookalike. <laughs> In the red. Yeah. Rip the shirt. Look how – you know, he was pretty damn lean here. Yeah. You know, for as shitty as a person Terry is, man, he – like, WCW kind of saved his career, really. Because I and think it, if it wasn't for WCW, man, I think he probably would have went out kind of shamed uh, – in shame after the, you know, the steroid trial and everything. And then that picture right there on that T-shirt. So two years later, you know, becomes the biggest heel in wrestling, which is, you know, un- unbelievable. Right. And speaking of, um, so Saturday I've got 14 songs that I'm going to read the lyrics, theme songs, and you guys got to get them. And then I've got like 20 wrestlers. I'm just going to name the wrestler. You got to name the name of their song. Oh man, you would have some of that stuff. You oh come I on, can't. man! You know, I ain't that good bullshit. with that stuff. I am not. Now, if you did it, name that tune style. I got you. Damn! Look at Michael Buffer had dark hair right. at that point. Right, dude. You know he gets like I, I don't know. It's like almost a million dollars just to say that now. Just for him to show up to say that is just like a cool million. If right. not more. Yeah. To say ready to let's get ready to rumble. Yeah. Here we go. Just to leave the house is a cool million dollars, man. And he got that phrase patented. You got Flair yeah. walking around with one of the best belts in history. And at that point they even said yeah. it on one of those signs twelve time. So I don't think we gotta put this into perspective. You can see I did this. Dude, I didn't even plan this. I just threw this shirt on, but I'm wearing my Hulk Hogan shirt. You can see yeah, it. Yeah, we got to get that Terry from Tampa off of you, man. Oh, come on. He's got the American flag. He's American-made. I liked Hogan, man. I, I liked him. NWO Hogan, though. Hollywood Hogan. Um, I don't like him as a person. I mean, bad person back then, back in the day. He's trying to ask for forgiveness and repentance at this point. Um, you know, he's pissed a lot of people off. And yeah, he knows, he that, actually, though, I mean, in his career, that yeah. he even said he's a dick. He was a dick. If he actually life. apologized like a normal, actual human being that actually grew from their mistakes, then he wouldn't be Terry from Tampa to me. So there he is 
39 years old. 39. He looks like he's about 50. Scalp is fucking smooth as my son's butt. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I don't think people realize he dyed his hair that way, blonde. He actually has, what, black hair, I believe? Yeah, I think so. Now, is Flair's hair naturally that, or does he he dye his too? Nah, he's dying too. Uh, I want to say there's a picture floating around somewhere, like when he first started wrestling. And yeah, his hair is dark. like brown. I, I want to say Flair's like before too? the. Yeah, I think it's like before the plane crash. Um, oh, okay. And he was like rambling Ricky Rhodes or some shit because he wanted to be like, like Dusty Rhodes. Which ought to let you know how old Dusty Rhodes was when he was wrestling. Right. Sensuous Sherry. And he, Michael oh. Buffer just said 11 time. Now, just to put this into perspective yeah. for people, this is a big deal. This match is humongous. And uh, it was a big deal. Hogan's first time in W. Shaq, young Shaq, mm-hmm. thin Shaq, all sport, uh, and purple Shout pants. Out to all sport. Right. And uh, look at that belt. looks so small. Look at Hogan looks small next to Shaq. And Hogan's yeah, big. Shaq is huge. And, like, so this was a big deal. You had the biggest star in basically wrestling history in Hulk Hogan and the greatest wrestler of all time at this point in Ric Flair uh, in the ring. So you had two of the guys with the most charisma, as we could say. Hogan, not the best wrestler. We can all agree to that. But when he had to put on a match, he could. You know, he yeah, could go he and put to. on a match. But he yeah. never had to. You're right. I mean, I mean his, his AWA matches are actually oh, pretty good with yes. him and Bachwinkle. So, I mean. And Parrot, it's starting. They're dancing around the ring. I don't know if you got it yeah. started yet. Yeah, I, I'm a little ahead of you guys, but I'm just kind of. Well, that's good because you can catch up when we talk to you because you'll see it happen. That actually works out much better, I think, for you. Right. Because, I um, mean, between the two of us, you know, we've probably seen this match four times each yeah i haven't seen it i tell you it's been a long long time since i've seen this match so this will actually be good for me and yeah, hogan yeah. looking like that so is flair fake in there or is just hogan that strong it's strong like man. bull <laughs> yeah dude that damn sensational sherry good god oh man flair's all, all right who you got man who you got, Sherry or Miss Elizabeth? Oh, Miss Elizabeth, man. Miss Elizabeth. Oh, man. You know, give me that other long-haired brunette out there. Give me Jimmy Hart. <laughs> hey, at least you know you can dress. And make music. i seen somewhere. Yeah, make music. Hell yeah, make you a song. Write a song about you. Look at that jacket, though, that Hogan jacket. That's badass. Yeah. He always had some sweet jackets. Yeah, man. I always thought his Nasty Boys jacket was, like, the best one. Yes. That was great. And then he had, like, the freaking the motorcycle helmet to go with it. I don't know if you remember the motorcycle oh, yeah. helmet, but he had the helmet. Oh, yeah. That was dope, man. I think that was his best jacket. And Jimmy Hart, he's, what, damn near 80, and he looks young as hell. Man, Jimmy Hart, 102 years old, man. Yeah, he's seventy-seven, but you wouldn't know it. He looks the same then as same now as he does back then. Yeah, same. Oh, look at Hogan doing the flare strut. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so this is twenty-one minutes, but you know, five minutes of this is dancing around. Right. 
so how imagine how much money Vince McMahon could have made if he was in like the the wrestling business, as he would say, instead yeah. of sports entertainment. Oh no, shit. Now, yeah, do you I think that's why I I don't know. To me, I think that's why it didn't work when they tried it in WWF at that time. Right. So how pissed off, and I don't want to ruin the match, but do you think Flair is about Hogan coming in? Dude, I was I. Flair's the reason why he got into WW or WCW. Yeah. Flair, yeah, Flair got Hogan signed. Huh. Uh, because you know Hogan was. Uh, this is when Eric Bischoff first took over, and uh, like even you know Flair has said it in his book. Um, Eric Bischoff has said it numerous times that. You know, like there'd been there would have been no Hogan and Savage in WCW if it wasn't for Flair. Like Ric Flair was the one out there trying to put Hogan on, and then it kind of blew up in his face, which sucks for Flair. But you know, I think if I'm Ric Flair, I kind of would want Hogan in there too. You know, it's another chance to make some money. You got somebody to take kind of kind of take the pressure off of you as the uh, the the torchbearer, so to speak. So you know, I don't know. It kind of works. Yeah, it's... See, look at that that chain wrestling from Terry. Yeah, look at that. Flips him over, Terry, doing trying to do an arm bar, and then Flair. Goes to step on his face and then steps on the ring. That was a he falls over, rolls out of the ring. Old Sherry right. <laughs> in front of her. Right. She wasn't scared either. Oh, Sherry was great though. Oh, How many man. guys you think were all up too. in that? They say nobody was really. really? Uh, yeah, man. They did a. Did you ever hear the the podcast they did about her uh, on something to wrestle? Yeah, they did a a whole show about her, and she was not one. To, she wasn't one to kind of fraternize with the with the guys. I guess she was married twice. Hmm. Didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, Linda, Brooke, Nick. Oh God. And Brooke, yeah. and Brooke looks like her now. <laughs> yeah. Throws him on, throws the punch. That's what I always loved about Hogan's punches. Puts the hand on the head, makes it look legit, punches his hand. He's always yeah. done that. Ah, ever, flare yeah, flare. <laughs> the flare pump when he drops. So do you ever watch uh, when they do like a, a backdrop or uh, with Flair, anything like that? You ever watch that? Flair always lands on the same side. Yeah. Yeah, he says uh, ever since uh, from his book, he said after the plane crash and he first started taking bumps, he was scared to take bumps. So, you know, like he wasn't necessarily scared, but he wasn't comfortable, you know, taking flat back bumps you know, because of his back and the plane crash. And so ever since then, he's always landed on his side. So I know Jake's just watching this for the first time. What do you think it's so far, man? 
Wrestling back in the day seems a lot better than it is now. I'll tell you that much. They they um, told us they told stories then. Yeah. yeah now it was, it's just like it seems like it's, from what I'm getting out of this match, it seems like Flair's just kicking the shit out of Hogan. Well, they got to build up Hogan, man. Got to build up the monster. Hogan must pose. But I mean, Hogan's <laughs> having his moments from where I'm at. They're, uh, Flair was just kicking the shit out of Hogan's knee where I'm at right now. Yeah, Hogan's now like on the top rope, getting ready to punch Flair in the head. He just bite his head. Yep. Yeah, just bit him. Five, six, seven, eight. Dude, that nine. should tell you how like far wrestling has kind of American wrestling has kind of fallen. If if Parrot can tell the difference between wrestling then and today. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, he could see yeah. it. He knows what's going on. Right. And he can tell they tried to tell a story. Now they don't even try to tell the story. Now it's just like spots. It's like, all right, here, I'm going to jump over the top rope. Okay. Then I'm going to get up. And then you jump through the ropes onto me. And then we're going to roll back in the ring. And we're going to run past each other a couple of times and do a double drop kick, and people are going to chant, this is awesome, because the match lasted longer than seven minutes. Right. Sherry just held the leg. Look at her talking shit, yeah, though. Yeah, man. Man, she just flipped somebody off. Probably Hogan. <laughs> Woo! Oh, he just knocked Look him over the rope. Yeah, man. It's probably the last time Hogan went over the rope like that. Right, because he damn sure didn't do it in the Rumble, brother. Oh, Jimmy Hart grabs a chair from Sherry. Yeah, he sure as hell didn't do it in the Rumble. <laughs> oh, kicking the shit not out of his, his own. Kick him in the head. Yeah, dude, Ric Flair was the man, dude. Woo! Rick was that dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have loved to party with Flair back then. Probably wouldn't have survived, but it would have been fun to party. Oh, absolutely. But I don't know, man. I keep hearing stories, man. Flair wasn't really a drinker all like that. I heard, I keep hearing Flair was like a flower pot drinker, man. Really? Yeah. You know, he order shots for everybody and then, you know, throw his shot back, but it ends up in the flower pot. Huh. So I don't know what part you're at now, Jake, but um, um, Flair's got Hogan in some sort of like leg lock. Oh, the figure four, <laughs> probably. Yeah, some sort of leg lock right now. <laughs> so he Hogan's just, just like dying. Yeah, Hogan just got kneed in the head. Now it looks like Hogan's just about ready to go bananas. Yeah. See, Hogan, Flair's getting ready to hit Hogan. Oh, Hogan blocks, hits him in the head, woos him back, hits him in the head, shot, slap, oh, slapped him in the neck. Punch him in the head, he goes down. Hulk telling him to get up, he gets up. Flair, Flair pleading for his life. Right. Drops down. <laughs> 
Oh, is this what? Oh, he goes for a pin. Got his feet on the rope. Oh, pulls him down. Yeah. Player, dirtiest player in the game. Where are you at right now? I'm at uh, 220.42. How can I look at that? I'm at 220. Yeah, I'm at the same. Good old Randy Anderson, man. 220, 49, 54, 50, 51. 55. I'm a few seconds behind. Oh, you. I don't know how I mean. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Because I, I keep buffering a little bit. Oh, okay. All right, I got you. So where are you at now? I am at 221, 13, 14, 15. 17, 18, 19, 20, right? Yeah. Keep it up. Where, tell me when you get to 221, 30. Okay. 3, 2, 1, 30. 31, 32, 33. All right. I've all caught right. up. Here we go. We're back to normal. Because the buffering, you know, gets me sometimes because I've right. got screaming all over the house right now. I was going to say, yeah, you got signal, everything picking up signals in your house. Yeah, because I'm doing this. I've got I've got all the stuff on the internet connected to it. I've got Kelly's out listening to shit or watching yeah. something. You got Shaq Diesel. The Diesel. Man. I mean, he, he looks furious. Got him in the sleeper hold. Did you already get to the sleeper hold, Queen? I don't know what that is. Where he's got his Choke hand hold. around his neck. Choke <laughs> hold. Yeah, I would assume so. Um, now, I mean, they're back on the ground again in some sort of leg lock. Some um, sort of leg lock. <laughs> trying to pin him, I think. Hogan's just staring up at the at the he's like doing one of these no he's he's uh he's hulking up man yeah and, man. you know now he's in like some sort of push-up stance and flair's doing something to him it looks kind of awkward but hogan's like halfway <laughs> out of the ring this lady in a black jet dress is running around oh now she's hitting flair yeah you're way ahead of us yeah. You're a little ahead. What where are you at? Where are you at on this, uh, Cody? I'm at two twenty three oh eight. Nice. Dude, where, man, shout out to Randy Anderson, man. Rest in peace. Right, man. Randy One Anderson. of the baddest ass referees, man. Remember when they had the old uh, uh when they had Ford and NWO and Eric Bischoff fired him, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like right after sold out as he counted the fall and Hall and Nash lost to the Steiners. He fi fired him in front of his kids and shit. And then he yeah. came back the next week and he's like, hey, tell your dad he's still fired. I'm like, dude. <laughs> That was rough. To me, that, that was, was funny shit, man. There we go. Flair going over the top, getting knocked off on the apron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's over now. Well, you're already over, so not us yet. Oh, it's, right. Was he part one or his part one or part two? Oh, I think you watched both already, didn't you? Yeah. So he finished it. Dang, so would you have now, a highlight package? <laughs> it, dude, it's the only. It was like 18 minutes long. It was the only thing I could find. Oh shit! Never mind. Well, uh, Flair was holding the belt, 
and like you know holding it up in the air and then Hogan just comes in and just puts him on his ass takes the belt Oh, Sue, he's, yeah, he's about to get suplexed in the ring. Boom. Yeah, he got suplexed into the ring. So you, can, you can see that. He lands on his right side. He just did it. Yep. Every every bump he takes from that plane crash until he retired, dude, he took on that right side. He, either his right side or left side. Hogan just missed the leg drop. And remember how Hogan always talks about that? I should have never picked the leg drop. Yeah. <laughs> As his finisher. <laughs> yeah. Man, it, I mean, what was he gonna use as his finisher, though? I mean, you know, I mean, the clothesline, the boot, yeah. The boot. Hogan doing a small package. It looks so bad. There we go. And There's Flair. Flair tried to figure for the wrong leg. Did you notice that he's trying to figure for the wrong leg? Well, that's the right one. No, Hogan dropped that leg drop. That was his uh, right leg. Oh yeah, but then he was holding the left. But but did you notice that Hogan was holding his left leg when he got up? Though (laughs) he was holding the left leg though when he missed it, which is weird because Hogan went for the drop on the right leg, like you said. Yeah. Oh shit, Terry. Flair holding Terry up. Oh shit. I forgot about that, man. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah, man. And he still gets up, hulked up. No, and he's like, please, no. Oh, no, man. Don't do it. Oh, come on. Punch. 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 Here we go. Big boot. Oh, yeah. He took that boot right to the face. And Sherry's going to pull the leg. Yep. Here comes Jimmy Hart. What's he going to do? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Take that boot to the head. She's going to hit him with the heel. Yeah. Oh, there he hit the leg. There we go. Now he's back on track. We got the right leg. Boop. Share with the splash. Yeah. Splash me anytime. Rest in peace, Sherry. Oh, I know you'd splash her all over. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Dude, I don't know what was better, her now or like in this or uh, when she was with Harlem Heat. Oh, I loved her with Harlem Heat. Woo. I know who wasn't going to be with Harlem Heat. Brooke Hogan ain't. Oh, God, no. And if she is, we already know who's going to be trying to bring her back. Here, here you go. Tampa. Here, here it is. Some type of leg lock. <laughs> <laughs> you, it is a leg lock. You're right, uh, Parrot. It is the figure four. Smacking it because it goes. Uh, would you let Charlotte get you in a figure eight? I don't know. That would probably remind me too much of her dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking of, you know, that's why she's out. Do you see that? What? Why is she, she out? Had, uh, I guess she got, she had another, like, she had an implant rupture again. Again? Yeah. And she's getting everything, like, all the residual shit fixed from that last time, too. So that's why she's out. Did not know that. Yeah, man. This is – oh, here we go. Sherry choking yeah, Hogan. Yeah, man. <laughs> Rake the eyes, choke Hogan. 
Oh God, that's fantastic. What what mark you at on your? Uh, I'm at two twenty eight forty forty one. Yeah, you'll have to let me know when you get to fifty. All right. Be good. Yep. Yep. Eight nine fifty. Yeah, the uh, it, it was pretty interesting, you know, to see this. I actually put mine a little ahead of yours just because of the lag. Um, oh, we're buffering. Yeah, I'm gonna probably yeah. put this. You know what I'm gonna do next time? I'm gonna watch this on my tablet because it gets cell service. Okay. And then, uh, and then it'll be clear. Unless I've got shit turned off. Yeah, you ain't doing shit to Hogan. You can hit him all you want. It ain't gonna move him. You pissed Hogan off, man. He's hawking up. Hit him all you want. Hogan's. Man, I remember seeing this match. I was so mad. Oh, I bet. I knew what was about to happen. Yeah, the. Uh, so, have you always hated Hogan? Yes, always. I've never liked Hogan. I was never a big Hogan fan. I mean, I understood the draw. Yeah, like I understood it, but I never liked him. I liked like, him when he went bad, though. That was the only time I could tolerate him. Like, his, he was like, he was lightweight, cool. But to me, that was like, I don't know, it was kind of like the Bobby Heenan moment. It was kind of like, uh, you know, I told you so. Here we go. Watch, he's going to land on that side again. Right side. Yep. Old Cherry. Oh, he just hit yep. Cherry. Can't do that. Yeah, he clubbed her too, man. Man, how you going to hit Back then, I was a macho man, dude. Like, Look at that. Oh, my God. Did you see how I just put on that figure four? Yeah, that's so bad. The step over. What's she got? Oh, is she throwing Rick something? Look at him. Go ahead. Go up on the skirt. It didn't make it into the ring. No. The flare went and grabbed it. Yeah, so he had to go and get it. <laughs> Oh, not Tuck it back in the tights. One, two, he kicked out. I seen somewhere a lot of guys. Uh, I know, like, uh, there was some, uh, I can't remember which promoter it was, but he didn't necessarily care for Nick Patrick being a referee because Nick, pa Nick Patrick was, like, so big. He's, like, as big as the wrestlers. I like, like Nick Patrick. See, I know, man. I do, too. But if you look at him, you know, I, I think it might have been Vince. Either Vince or Kevin Dunn. They didn't necessarily care for Nick Patrick as a referee because he was just as big as them. Because, you know, they you know, they want to try to present the wrestlers as, you know, huge dudes. So Did that shoulder bump, took the leg, Ooh. hit the leg drop. That's oh. it. That's it. Uh, People are going nuts. Yeah, man. Fucking Terry from Tampa. I still haven't even forgiven him for what he did to Bret Hart back at WrestleMania. Oh, God, with Yokozuna? Yeah, man. That was terrible. Uh, 
kind of wish Bret Hart would have went to Japan instead of WCW back then. Yeah, no shit, man. You imagine that shit? Woo! That'd be good stuff. Man, I, I want to say at that time it'd have been like Bret Hart and Great Muda, and a Bret Hart Masahiro Chono match. Oh man. Mr. T came with Hogan, Shaq's there, Jimmy Hart. Look at all them people. All so happy. Man. 39-year-old Hogan looks 50. Yeah, he looks horrible. Unbelievable that he was 39 years old there. Yeah, I think he's older than Bret Hart, matter of fact. Or no, I think Bret Hart's older than Hogan. I don't think so. Hogan's 66 now. Yeah, Bret Hart's – Bret ain't no spring chicken, though. Is he, is uh, he on Social Security? He's 63. Bret? Yeah, Bret's 63. Hogan turned 67 this year. Man, Hogan must pose. Right. Hogan must pose. That's how that shit was back then, you know? Yeah, but it's kind of funny how it didn't last, though. And then he ended up having to turn heel. Hey, man. He that shit down south. Hey, but it worked, man. He turned heel, and then he came back into WWE with The Rock. That was the loudest I have ever heard a crowd. For him on Raw the next day, that was absolutely insane. That was the only rock that could have faced Hogan, too, though. Because if it would have been Hollywood rock, man, Hollywood rock would have torched Hogan on the mic. Oh, yeah. Like Shawn Michaels did. Shawn Michaels. (laughs) Shit, we should have watched that match from SummerSlam. Which one? The Hogan-Shawn Michaels match. That gave me something to laugh about. Oh, God. And maybe when Michaels was just selling everything. Yeah. Oh, God, that was something else. The, um... So we do want to talk about a few things. So uh, we're going to get into trivia here first, though. But I do want to say uh, one thing on this day. So in 1934 on this date, Frank Gore joined the 49ers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Frank Gore played for the 49ers, and they were actual 49ers. Right. All right. Can you guys see the screen okay? Oh, hold on. Let me – Oh, here it is. Come on, screen. All we need to do is make sure you share my, my, you see my screen, so we can get the trivia going. Where the hell is that? I can't. I'm trying to. There we go. Got him. All right, I'm ready. All right, you ready, Parrot? He's ready. All right, we'll get that chat box rolling. Um, We don't have the points because that's Bear's job, so we'll ask Bear the questions too and see what he has. Turn the NASCAR race back on. It looks like they got night lights under the car. They do. They got lights under the cars. I don't understand the point. What is this, neon racing? It's like Fast and Furious. (laughs) Fast 15 NASCAR style. Yeah. Do you have on Gary? What? What do you have on? The NASCAR All Star Race. It's still going. 
Well, now it's the actual all-star race, 38 laps to go. All right. And Jeremy is ready. Go. Here we go from Jeremy. All right. Question number one, we'll get the points on episode 200 Saturday. We'll also ask them a bear when we're with him so we can get updated points totals. And then we're going to actually have trivia. Looking forward to trivia on Saturday. It's going to be a fun one. So it's the first edition of the Tebow or Teo gauntlet. Oh, God. I will read a statement that you have to tell me if it's truth, Tebow, or false, Teo. Basically true or false. So truth is Tebow, false is Teo. I like that. That's, that's very clever. Tebow or Teo. If you miss one, you're out. Last person left gets five points. But if everybody is eliminated in the same round, all those who started that round is back in. Hopefully that makes sense. So I need to find – does it make sense to you guys? Yeah. Yeah. So one at a time or no? Even though I think Taya, or Tim Tebow is fake as fuck, too. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> All right. So we'll see, what the first, we'll see what he says to this, and we're going to get the first statement. So if we say Tebow, it's true. If we say Teo, it's false. Everybody guess on the same questions. Only those who get it correct move on in the gauntlet. All right, here we go. We are ready. So this could be very quick or last a bit. All right. First question. Roger Federer has won the most Wimbledon men's titles of any player. Tebow or Teo? Might as well tell me. Nah, I'm just going to go Tebow. He's about the only men's tennis player out there, ain't he? Yep. Parrot? Is really just um, I'm going to go Tebow as well. I'm going Tebow as well. If not, it would be what? Nadal? Right. Yeah. Tebow, Tebow, Tebow. Watch us all get it wrong. <laughs> right. Correct. <laughs> we all move on. Look at that. Hey, who watches tennis in the United States? Uh... Exactly. All right. Next. What do we got next? We want to see what we got here. This is actually going to be like a two-hour episode. We had a lot go on. Skateboarding was due to make it make its Olympic debut at Tokyo 2020. Give me Tebow. I'm going to go Teo. I'm going to go Tebow. So if it's Teo, this game's over. <laughs> uh, Tebow, see you later, oh, Cody man. Bryant. You're out. All right. Down to me and the parrot. When did Sean White get his gold medal in? Is that the Winter Olympics then, I'm assuming? Probably. Yeah, and no. snowboarding. Oh, well. Or me and parrot, not Cody. Not Cody. <laughs> I said, me see, I'm so used to saying me and Cody moving on, not Barrett. Right. Carmelo yeah. Anthony has played in the last four Olympic Games. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. What do you got, Parrot? Give me Teo. That's what I'm going with, too. Nah, man, that's a Tebow. Game over. Well, you're already out, so fuck off. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
Tebow. Yeah, you were right. But you were out, so it doesn't matter. But you were both still alive because we are – wait, so is Cody back? I need to ask. No, I think you said he's out. No, yeah, I think you're out for the rest of the gauntlet. Man, who would have thought Cody's out? Dude, I don't watch the Olympics for fucking skateboarding. Nobody said, watches the Olympics he, he for said, skateboarding. No, Cody's back. May as well because we both missed it. He did get it right. I will say that. He did get it right. So he is back. Yeah, we'll let you Mello, in on that. Melo is like the greatest Olympics, uh, Olympic basketball player we'll ever have, man. All right. Ken Griffey Jr. is allergic to sunflower seeds. I came back for this. <laughs> Teo? I don't know. I just Tebow. I'm going Tebow too. I feel like he would be. Watch watch uh watch Parrot win on this one. Uh oh. Uh oh. We may have a winner here. Winner of five ah. points. Parrot. Mm-hmm. Parrot wins five points. Look at that. Too bad it's not wrestling. Could have got 15. Oh, good. <laughs> he's allergic to chocolate, so he's like a dog. Nice job, Parrot. You beat us, man. I'll take my small victories. Funny thing is he had his own chocolate bar come out one year, and he couldn't even eat it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, I got to love that shit. Mm, right. few wrestling questions for you guys. Get ready for the triple. Get ready for the triple. First up, for two points, who won Raw's 15th anniversary Legends Battle Royal? Hey. Dude, women at 15th and been in 2005, huh? 2008. Give me Cena. So we got a Cena. 15th anniversary? Yeah. That had been, what, 90? No. Was it 93 or 94? It was 93, so it had been 2008. Yeah, 2008. Uh, I'm taking Iron Sheik. I'm trying to think who was even alive to even be there for that one. I I have no idea. Like um, oh, I'm gonna say uh, Sergeant Slaughter. That's good. That's a good guess, man. It might be Slaughter. I think he's probably the only one that can still move around that time. Sheik, boom. Oh. Damn, he won that one and the one at WrestleMania. Yeah, boy. That's that's what I was remembering. I thought I couldn't. I knew he won one, so it was WrestleMania. I was thinking as well. Raw at WrestleMania 22, Shawn Michaels defeated (laughs) Mr. McMahon in what kind of match? Oh God! Isn't that the one that involved God? No, yeah, that was like, uh, Judgment match. Day. That was what? I think that was ju- yeah, that was Judgment Day or something. So you said okay, you said ladder match. 
fucking ladder match. Oh no, dude. Uh I think it was something stupid, like a kiss my ass match or something. Wasn't it like like an anything goes match or some shit? Yeah, no disqualification. Like no holds, no holds yeah, barred. Like no holds barred kiss my ass match or something. Something like that. Like that. Yeah, it was like no disqualification, yeah. no holds barred, some shit. Yeah. There we go. No holds barred. Yeah. So we each get three. So I got five. Parrot's got five. And uh, Cody's got three. All right, so finally, April 2008 at Backlash Pay-Per-View, Triple H pinned Randy Orton to become the new WWE champion in a fatal four-way match. Who are the other two superstars in the match? Huh. 2008? Yeah. We're going to have to type ours in. Man, what's going on in your end, Parrot? I don't even know. There you go. <laughs> All right. So Parrot's got to give his uh, his guesses. Um, um, give me, give me, uh, give me Taker and um. Oh. Mysterio. All right. I got mine typed in. You ready, Cody? Uh, yeah. You got yours typed in? Yeah. All right. One, two, three, go. Cena Miz, Y2J, and Edge. Y2J came back at that point, was feuding with Orton, or that might have been 07. So that's a good good guess on your part. Cena Miz, Y2J, and Edge. Feel good about Y2J. Nope. Cena. Oh, JBL, huh? Huh. Who knew? That's kind of nuts. Uh, all right. JBL and Cena. So, Bear isn't there? Good. Perfect time to rag on him. <laughs> oh, man. Bear and you guys are extremely knowledgeable when it comes to sports, but you really need to admit when you were wrong. I know you were sort of joking about Trey Young being a better shooter after two seasons. But just in case there was a hint of seriousness there, Curry shot 44% his first two seasons from three, while Trey shot 32%. His first season, 36, his second. So it's not even close. You guys need a shirt made saying, drinking the Steph Curry haterade. <laughs> then have a bottle with Curry's face on it and green moldy beverage. Maybe I'll get that made when my crew beats you guys on August 22nd. <laughs> have a good one, guys, and I hope you are studying for the big 200th episode trivia contest. Thank you, Jeremy. Shoot like that without Clay Thompson on the floor. And then we can talk. Right. Do it without Clay. Because the time he did, he looked horrible. I guess we forget all about the the finals against right. Toronto. I think everybody does. Yeah. Or even the finals where Clay saved his ass against the Cavs. We forget about that too. Yeah, we all do. Or the playoff runs where Clay saved his ass. Or Draymond yeah. Green saved him. Like, come on, man. We were forgetting just because Steph Curry looks like the nerdy little dude that everybody should get along with. Don't mean we got to give him a pass. 
Right, right, right. All right, so I'm going to give you some stuff that happened in sports. You give me the year like normal, and we'll wrap this thing up because uh, we're a little over two hours. So Detroit's future Baseball Hall of Fame center fielder Ty Cobb smashes two inside the park homers to lead the Tigers to a sweep of the Washington Senators. That's what they should name the football team. 39. 25. 1909. Oh. All why right. Name, why name the Washington Hogs? Ain't that what they call the 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 one they used what they used to call the line the hogs or something? I think so. Nineteen forty-five PGA Championship Men's Golf. Byron Nelson wins fifth and final major title, second PGA title. Beats XMLB player Sam Bird. Four and three. Nineteen thirty. Thirty-nine. Forty-five. All right. Uh, I want to add this. I got to add some of that to. What was I just going to add there? I wanted to add something into the 200th episode about the hell Clay, we were just. About what? Stuff. About Clay saving stuff? No, we're. <laughs> yeah, we should, right? Because that is what happened. Clay saved his ass. Yeah. Especially when they beat the Cavs that year when they uh, beat the Cavs. Was it 4-1? Right. Clay was lights out. All right. Nolan Ryan, second no-hitter. Beats Tigers 6 nothing. Ooh. I don't know. What, 77? 83. What the hell is going on in the what background? It's, it's puppies. My grandma has puppies in the room next to me. She was doing something in there. Puppies! Oh, man. I don't want to hear nobody about nobody's grandma's puppies on the webcam. <laughs> <laughs> that was 1973. I don't know what year you guys uh, said. I said 77. All right. Jack Nicholas competes third Grand Slam, wins by two strokes at the uh, Open Men's Golf, St. Andrews. 89. 84. 78. All-star. Uh, I don't want to do that one. That one's boring. Uh, <laughs> after declining an offer to remain with the Mighty Ducks, Mike Babcock is named head coach of the Detroit Red Wings. 95, 95? I'm going to say 96. 2005. Oh, wow. Tampa Bay catcher Travis Dionard becomes first player in MLB history to hit three homers while catching and batting leadoff in the Rays' 5-4 win over the Yankees. Who would you say it was? Travis Dionard. Uh, I don't even know who that is. Give me, like, 91. I'm going to say 2015. 2019, last year. All right, let's go back to on wrestling on this day. So July 15th on this day, 2018, Extreme Rules. There was a lot going on. Uh, So Andrade beats Sincar in a dark match. Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel beat Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy for the tag titles. Damn, I didn't realize that was two years ago that Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt had the tag titles. Finn Balor beat Corbin. Carmella beat Ashka. Shinsuke beat Jeff Hardy to take the U.S. title. Kevin Owens beat Braun Strowman in a steel cage. Lashley beat Reigns. Harper and Rowan beat Daniel Bryan and Kane. 
to keep the SmackDown tag titles. Alexa Bliss beat Nia Jax in an Extreme Rules match to keep the Raw Women's title. AJ Styles retained against Rusev. And Dolph Ziggler beat Seth Rollins in an Iron Man match to keep the Intercontinental title. That actually sounds like a solid card. Should have been. I don't know. I might have to rewatch that and see. Yeah. And then, you know what? I'm going to go back one more. July 15th, 96, Monday Night Nitro. Rick Steiner and Scott Steiner beat Ice Train and Norton. Dean Malenko beat Kidman. Harlem Heat beat Dick Slater, Mike Enos. Medusa beat Malia Hasaka. Mang beat Arn Anderson. Eddie Guerrero beat Chris Benoit. Lex Luger had a draw with Big Bubba. It's right after the uh, NWO, right? What year? 96, you said? Yes. That was, what, the July 7th? That have been probably a month after. Yeah, a week after. It was July 7th yeah. when the NWO formed, so this was the second Nitro after, so they probably came yeah. and terrorized people like normal. You think? I think so. Yeah, just set up uh, that, uh, I want to say this was before that Road Wild pay-per-view. Oh, God. Road Wild. Hogan beat the Giant, yeah. Or Hog Wild, or whatever the hell it was. Road Wild, Hog Wild, some kind yeah. of wild. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, so for sports, not really many birthdays on this day that are worth noting. There's a supermodel, Kim Alexis. She's 60. She's a Sports, oh. Illust- sports Illustrated swimsuit cover model. Damn, I didn't know Sports Illustrated been out that long. Happy birthday to the one-man band, baby. Heath Slater, 37. Right. Give me the kids. Yep, and then uh, so Bob Orton Sr., which would have been Randy's grandfather, died in 06 yep. on this day. So, uh, damn. So thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook with Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Wear Clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Brittany of Verizon, Cassandra PNC, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. Looking forward to episode 200. Again, tell us your drinks Thursday and Friday night so we're ready to go on Saturday for episode 200. We got to beat Patty Boggs again uh, in the Pod Beats Patty Boggs 2, Deuce Boogaloo. Look forward to seeing you guys on Saturday. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Let's get them drinks flowing, guys. I got kids.